The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his apostles, Whoever loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. Whoever loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. Whoever does not take up his cross and follow after me is not worthy of me. Whoever finds his life will lose it. And whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. Whoever receives you receives me. And whoever receives me receives the one who sent me. Whoever receives a prophet because he is a prophet will receive a prophet's reward. Whoever receives a righteous man because he is a righteous man will receive a righteous man's reward. And whoever gives only a cup of cold water to one of these little ones to drink because the little one is a disciple, amen, I say to you, he will surely not lose his reward. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So I went into the TV room and my conference was watching the baseball game. And there was a meeting at the mound. Apparently they were deciding whether to take the old picture out and put somebody new in. So a country was yelling at the TV saying, get somebody else. He just loaded the bases. Get rid of them. And I'm thinking to myself, what's he yelling at the TV for? They can't hear him. He's not going to have any impact. Why expend so much energy? What's he doing? Well, I'll tell you what he's doing. He's hoping. He's hoping to win. Hope is when something is absolutely, completely, totally out of your hands and that you need to depend on somebody else. You've heard of the theological virtues, faith, hope, and charity. You see, we love to love because we feel good when we love. We like faith because we get to do good things with faith. But for the perfect combination... You're going to need hope. So anyway, one day I was, I was in bed. It was 2 in the morning. The nurse from the hospital called me and said, uh, husband's wife just died, and the husband would like me to come in and anoint the wife. So I said, I think I anointed her already. Can you check the face sheet? So she checked the face sheet, and she says, yeah, you're right. He was anointed, she was anointed yesterday. So she says, no, you don't have to come in. And I was happy to hear that because it would be nice to go right back to sleep again. But before I did that, I asked her, I says, but does he, the husband, would he like to see me? She said, yes, he would. I said, then I'll come in. So I went in and the curtain was drawn and I opened up the curtain and when I saw the husband turn around, I, I said, Mr. LaHaye's? I, I knew the guy. He's the guy that restored our pipe organ. And when he saw me, he said, oh boy, am I glad to see you. I said, boy, am I glad I came. And that's what faith does. Faith allows us, because we believe in what we do, we believe that there's value in what we do. So faith really does accomplish great things. 
Anyway, I was in uh, a class, my, my intermediate Greek class, and before class, the professor said to the class, yeah, I just read a 450-page book on the word hina. Hina is a Greek word that means in order that. Can you imagine writing a 450-page book on a Greek word? So when we heard him say that, we, the whole class gasped in the horror, thinking, you know, thinking about having to read something like this. So when the professor heard us gasp, he said, uh, he said oh, don't get me wrong. He says, I- I'm not complaining. I love what I do. And that is the reason my professor, Dan Harrington, is still considered one of the greatest scripture scholars ever. Because he loves what he does. Think of that for a minute. If faith can get you up at two in the morning to help somebody out, and love can put you at the top of your, your field and your career, can you imagine the combination of the two? Can you imagine what you could do with both faith and love? But it's still not enough. You still got to have hope. My first assignment was in New Jersey in, in the parish called St. Andrews. On well, my fifth year there, my, my boss, my provincial, asked me, he says, can you come to Boston and help us out there? Think about it. Think about it. So I thought about it. And the more I thought about it, the more I realized it was a really bad idea. I wanted to stay. So before I gave my decision that I, wasn't, I didn't want to go to Boston, I said to myself, I, I got to get this right. I got to make sure that that's the right answer. So what I did is I went to the holiest man on the planet that I know, which is a monk in Spencer Abbey. And I went to the monk and I said, can I just talk to you for five minutes? I got to make a life, uh, a life decision here. So he invited me in and I sat down and I told him what I thought. I says, I'm in a parish now. I'm doing really good things. I started a youth ministry where I'm getting kids off the street. It's very effective. I have prison ministry and I'm encouraging people who are really downhearted. I said, I'm, I'm, people like me in the parish. I'm doing really good things there. So after I was done with my defense and the reasons why I should stay, I asked them, so what do you think I should do? And he said, Peter, you have to go to Boston. I couldn't believe it. I was like, were you just listening to me? And he said to me, he says, remember the first wedding you did? Did you have any clue? I said, no, not really. He says, when you went to the prison for the first time and the inmates were there and they locked the doors behind you, did you, have, did you know anything about what, what you were supposed to say to them? I go, no. He said, do you have any idea how to start up a youth ministry? I go, no. He said, then go to Boston. And you will need God again. And I, five minutes, I called my provincial and said, I'm coming to Boston. It's the best decision I ever made. Yeah, faith is great. We love faith because faith, we do great things. We like love because we like to feel good. Love is great. But we can't forget the third ingredient in our spiritual life, 
a third of our life means that there's things that are absolutely, completely, totally out of our hands and that we're going to need God. Think of what you can do with those three in your life.